0: Odd. It's part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you live on a Thursday morning. We got Mikey Meatballs fiddling with the knobs. We got Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess and joining me as always. My wizards are wagering. My gurus are gambling. My barons are betting. My overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta Harry, brother Brian, and Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Oh man, I'm so happy to be talking football. It's super wild card weekend I, for an hour. We get to put aside the COVID talk in my house. It's freaking nuts. Testing, testing all <laughs> over the place. Do you see a blue line? I don't see a blue. Oh no, it's the faintest of lines. Oh, all right, everyone's got to. St- I, I just uh, arguing over uh, the faint blue stripes. Is, uh, <laughs> takes up six hours of my day. I am happy to be talking about football. AFC today. We'll do NFC tomorrow. I should mention the arcade, extrapoints.com slash arcade. Lots of free-to-play games, including... Our world famous—well, it's going to be world famous. We do it amongst ourselves. Who won it last
1: year, brother Bry? Our first touchdown contest was—I think, was, uh, I think G- Jim ended up winning it. Harry and I—I yeah. I think Harry and I were in the lead, and then Jim came from behind and won it in the Super Jim Bowl. Jim Cunningham, right? And first place um, was Who? fired. Who? I think, yeah, first place <laughs> got
0: fired. I think that was the Joel. <laughs> is that the rules? I don't know what it. No, 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 no. He went on. He had a he had a career at Fox Sports. He was uh, he and Titus and Tate and Charlotte. Doing good things. We're previewing the AFC, like I said, today. NFC tomorrow. Let's get right into it. Bengals against the Raiders. This is a fun one. This is the shaky bowl. Kicks it off Saturday afternoon on the West Coast. Since he minus four and a half, 49 is the over-under. Went down from six. Oh, boy. Went down from six to four and a half. I love this matchup. This is your team, brother, Bry. I know since he already whipped them in Las Vegas, but... That was a weird weird game. It was I think it was 13-6 mm-hmm. after 3 quarters. Burrow yep. had 148 yards passing. So you, like you know it's not gonna be probably be like that. I throw that game out. The figures the Raiders somehow figured out to play football since then. I love this Max Crosby. 11 pressures last week, four-time double digit pressures, over 100 on the year, which is not good for Cincinnati. He was 30th in the league, Bry, You know this against the sack, they allow 3.2 Closer to four over the last three games. Burrow this season's taken fifty-one sacks. That's the most. One hundred and two quarterbacks hit. Ha, quarterback hits taken. Mm. That's fourth most. Raiders defense is fourth with one hundred and fourteen quarterback hits. I don't know this new Raiders team. They don't screw up on special teams. They have the hottest kicker in the game. They can hang with you offensively. I'm taking them straight up. Straight up, right? I win this game. Even though you take them with the spread too. They're four and one against the spread in the last five as an underdog. Twenty nine. 27, great Shakey's game. Go Raiders.
1: Bri, you're backing it too. You just have to. I'm backing it too. Well, I'm backing, I'm I'm taking the, well, I like the four and a half. I'm actually, but, you know, FanDuel still has, uh, you get six and a half at minus 130. So I'm actually, I'm going to, you know, bet them to, to win, Brian. W- I well, you know, do I, do I need to, I mean, we've seen what happens when I do that. It's, <laughs> it's okay. I don't want to really want to jinx them. This is, this is big enough yep. for, for a Raiders fan. Don't forget the last time the Raiders were in the playoffs. We didn't even have car as our quarterback. So. Right. Right. This is a different story, but yeah, like you said, you know, when the Raiders played the Bengals the last time they were in a bad place, they'd come off two bad losses to the giants. Uh, they got killed to the chiefs and they were only like two weeks removed from that drama with rug. So uh, you know, like you had said, that game was a, actually really was a close game. It was actually 16-13 with like 12 minutes left in that fourth quarter. Um, and if it wasn't for a couple uh, turnovers, there was an interception and a fumble, like on back-to-back plays by the Raiders, So, which kind of blew that open. So you can't look at that score. But this Raiders team is motivated, right? They're hitting their defense. Like you were saying, too, with the Bengals offensive line, the Raiders defensive line, though, has been very good. And it hasn't just been Crosby. It hasn't just been Crosby. We're actually getting, you know, our D tackles are actually performing, which never happened in the past. And Crosby's been phenomenal. Um, and to me, there is this tiny, you know, I'm, I have a little bit of hope here because there's this tiny bit of feeling that the whole, you know, Madden passing away has kind of led to a little bit of momentum. Of Mojo Why not? Front, Mojo se- for the Raiders. Season is stupid.
0: It might as well be that. Season's yeah.
1: stupid. You know, so will we see a little bit of, uh, Carlson, Magic, uh, maybe in this game. But, yeah, I'm going to take – I mean, I'm taking the adjusted six and a half, but I would take the four and a half too.
0: There you go. All right, parlay, kid, you're with me. You're with your brother. Raiders. Go Raiders. Well,
2: I'm going to – look, I'm going to jump on that line that Brian just gave. Uh, You know, uh, that six and a half, I will take at minus 130. I was uh, riding five and a half. I know Mm -hmm. it's come down even further, but I'll take that. Uh, I think that makes sense here. I think this is a close ball game. Uh, I think one thing we have to realize too, and I know the Raiders have a lot of things going for them and it's good for them this year. They deserve it. But at the same time, like the metrics probably say the Raiders aren't as good as their record is right. They've given up like 70 more points than they've scored. Yeah. Uh, That alone, that one metric would say they should be a below 500 team technically. Um, But again, maybe just a few bad games, especially against the chiefs, maybe skew those that a little bit. So uh we can't really go by that fully for the raiders and like and like Brian said the difference with the between the like it's kind of like the cowboys this year like our cowboys sells the raiders are hitting people this year mm. they're playing much better defense than they ever have uh, over uh, the course of a season at least in recent memory their defense has been great and it's getting better every week that being said cincinnati's offense has been superb as well down the stretch Burrow is really feeling. I think Burrow's just a better quarterback in this matchup. I think they just have more weapons uh, than the Raiders do. I think they win, but I think this is a close ball game all the way. I think the only way the Raiders can win here, so the one factor is Waller needs a... He's got to have a big game for them to win. I'm waiting for it. Waller's the key. And we're waiting waiting for for it. it. We're going to talk about him in a second too, but... That's the key to the Raiders. If Waller has like seven catches for 90 yards or, or greater, they have a chance to win this game. Well,
0: it's especially the key because the Bengals cornerbacks are ranked one and two in zone coverage. So, all right, so you, you need the tight end to step up and they got one of the best right. in the game. And, uh, and Waller, all right, Harry, I know you got to be different. I don't even know that you believe in this, but you like the Bengals. Um, minus four and a half?
3: Yeah, congratulations, Brian. A nice season with the uh, Raiders, but it does come to an end on Saturday Uh, throughout last week's game. When the Chargers didn't play the Cincinnati offense, the guys obviously just rolling burrow. has been fantastic. Almost a thousand yards in the last two games, eight touchdowns. They put up 75 points in those games against Baltimore and Kansas city. You guys mentioned the game uh, just before Thanksgiving, still Cincinnati won the game by 20, almost 20 Raiders defense was on the field. Plenty on Sunday Mm. night against the chargers, the 26th in the league in points allowed. Raiders last in the league and picks bombs away for Burrow and the Bengals, mm. baby 35, 23 since. Wow. And Harry's
0: congratulating you, Bri, because you picked the team and you stuck with it all year. <laughs> you didn't, he, I mean, he has four favorite teams and one of them is more shittier than the other. I don't know how he did it, but <laughs> Who, who's,
1: who's, right. he, who's he rooting for in the playoffs this year?
0: Uh, I guess the Bengals, right? He picked them to win the Super Bowl. Is yeah. that what he did? Yeah. Yeah. Bengals, Bengals, Packers for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't think his Browns are going to make it. Uh, all right. Uh, a prop for this game. Talk about a ballsy bet, Harry. The offensive rookie of the year. Or I guess we think he's going to be it's between him and Mac Jones. But Jamar Chase is the favorite. He's listed at 74 and a half yards receiving. I am going under, under. All right. You want to count that first game? Three for 32. The first time they played the Raiders in five of the last seven have allowed 60 or fewer yards to the top receiver quarterbacks, Brendan fixin and, uh, Casey Hayward, they take turns shutting down chase. We saw he had that little stretch. I know he had those two big games that Harry talks about, but he had that stretch where like five or six games under 55 yards. I think they shut him down. I think Burrow's going to have trouble there and they know they'll solve the Jamar chase mystery under 74 and a half. Uh, parlay kid, you have an over for Cincinnati.
2: I do, Sal. Tyler Boyd over 42.5 receiving yards here. Uh, he averages 52 yards a game for the season. And besides last week in this, uh, where he got 36 yards, his previous four games, 85-96, 55-85, and 85, mm-hmm. uh, he's been impressive. He's been impressive. I think the focus will be on Chase. Boyd is really their third receiver. Boy, I think this is going to be a, a, an easy one. I think Boyd's been Uh, really maybe emerging as their second-best receiver, maybe even ahead of T. Higgins. Uh, Either way, Mm. those two guys get most of the attention. If Boyd is your third option, it's a wonderful third option for Burrow. Burrow's going to be throwing the ball here a lot in this game. He throws for a lot of yards. Boyd, over 42.5 when he averages 52 yards a game and over the last five, averaging probably over
1: 70-plus yards a game, Sal. All right, Brian, what do you like uh, here? Yeah, I debated going Jacobs over just because he's been so good over the last three or four weeks. But I'm actually gonna go. I know I'm taking the Raiders here, but I'm gonna go with CJ Uzama over 26 and a half yards receiving. Yeah. Um. So he's had 32 or more. I know part of the kid liked this guy earlier in the year. Yeah. He's been he's yep. been hit or miss throughout the years. Had some big games and so. But he's had 32 or more yards receiving in three of his last four games. Has four catches per game over those last four. Um. But if anybody's watched the Raiders all year, and and the Bengals are similar. Um, mm-hmm. both teams are very good against the wide receivers, but they both struggle against good tight ends, especially the Raiders against athletic ones. Um, you saw like even last week, Cook was the kind of the guy who beat them up a little bit. You know, they got beat up by Kelsey font, beat them up earlier in the year. Goddard uh, beat them up a little bit too. So, um, 26 and a half to me is just really low, um, uh, for their, for their big tight end here, considering we, we've struggled so much. All right. You know what? I don't think you're going to struggle. Uh, Carr
0: second in the league to Brady in 20 plus yard completions this season. 67. Brady has 75. Stafford 65. That seems hard to believe, but mm. there you go. All right, Harry. What's uh, what's your prop?
3: Yeah, Joe Burrow longest pass over 37 and a half yards at minus 115. Chase mm. Higgins, Boyd, Uzama, even Joe Mixon all have catches this season. From Burrow of 52 yards or better. Burrow's last three games, his longest pass was 72, 68, 56. Bombs away, like I said, for Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Over 37 and a half. His yes.
0: pass. I think I'm rooting for the Raiders more than the Cowboys now. because <laughs> Harry's just We have to temper his excitement here. We should uh, mm, mention the jungle's back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, try to keep your favorite teams down to like 17 and a half, I think, every year. I think if you could do that, that's a win. All right. First touchdown scored. Now, like I said, we're we're letting you become a part of this at extrapoints.com/slash arcade. We have all the games, and you get to pick the first touchdown and whoever accumulates the most. How do I say this? Odds wise. Uh, win So it's not if you go three out of six games, it's, you know, if you go one out of six, but get the big the big number bigger than anybody, you're going to win. You know what I'll say. I'm saying extrapoints.com dot com slash arcade. Play along with us. Here's how it works.
1: We're great at it. All right. We're up. I think we stopped keeping track, brother Brian. It's over a hundred. It's, it's over a hundred. It's like a hundred. It could even be a little bit over a hundred and five. I forget if it's hundred. Is that what it is? Uh, it could be hundred and eight. It could be a hundred and eight. I have to look back at that. It's
0: getting stupid now. I'm going Hunter at Renfro <laughs> 11 to one odds. First uh, player to score in this Raiders Bengals game. This guy does so much damage, but everything. Great possession receiver. Beach is deep, down in the red zone. runs a short zigzag route to get open. You see what he did last week when he did that? You saw that, Brian. Then yeah. the defender has his hands on his head. It's like, oh, what did I do? <laughs> seems so easy. He's, He's great, making fools of these guys. Great at that move. Scored in four of his last five games. Gets the ball a lot. 14 targets last two weeks. Carr trusts him all over the field. Hunter Renfro, 11-1. Uh, first touchdown. Brian, what do you like?
1: Yeah, and I, I like that. So, I mean, because Renfro is becoming a little bit like Cooper Cup, right? Like even on like a thir- three or four yard pass, it's hard for these D backs to to guard him. But I'm actually gonna I'm gonna go with the big one here. I'm gonna go with Foster Moreau first touchdown Ooh. at 20, 27 to one. So now even with Waller back, you know, Moreau is still, you know, he's still gonna see the ball a few times. He's been on he, he's made a couple big plays for them every week, even when Waller's been playing. Even last week against the Chargers, he was still on the field 60 percent of the time in that game. Uh, he scored against the Bengals in their last matchup, and you know, like I said earlier, you know, yeah, and you said too, you know, the Bengals D backs have been very good at, against the wide receivers, but they've mm-hmm. struggled against they've struggled just as bad as the Raiders against uh, good tight ends. So, right. I just I just like the twenty seven one here because I, I feel like Moreau will come up with one big catch. You know, that could be a thirty or forty yard catch without a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Or or a touchdown, so I I, I just like those odds at twenty seven to one. All right, we're in
0: decent shape here, Parley kid. If um if Derek Carr drops back to pass in the red zone, because you have Waller to score first.
2: Yes, yeah, so, boy. Um, you know, you look back. I think it was Week One where Waller scored, and uh, I I'm not sure if we were doing the first touchdown prop. I'm not sure if he was the first touchdown either. But it's been a while since this man has found the end zone, right? A mm-hmm. while, two touchdowns on the year. We know he was hurt since he's come back from his injury. Has not sniffed the end zone. Um, I think the Chargers did a nice job of bottling him up uh, mm-hmm. the other day, but um, I don't know if Cincinnati's capable of doing this. The last time they played Cincy, uh, he had a, a 119 yards. I think there's got to be a way that the Raiders have to have an offensive strategy to make sure that this guy is getting some touches this week. I think they look for him early to get him going. Okay. At least they get him going early with Cincinnati. Now it's to draw attention, a lot of attention to him to stop him. Let's look for him at 11 to one. Waller is due. He is right. due for a touchdown. Harry,
0: you're going make it Cincinnati first? here.
3: Cincinnati. Yeah. Receiver. We're all going passing yeah. touchdowns. Yeah. I'm going to go Tyler Boyd at 10 to one, the veteran of this potent Bengals uh, passing game. Got five touchdowns this season, has scored in three straight and in two of those games was bombs away from Burrow from 56 yards and 68 yards. Lots, and of, bombs does,
0: lots, of, lots bombs of bombs away. Lots of bombs away during here.
3: Wow. And as one touch, one first touchdown. Let's do it. <laughs> Joel, get on it. Joel. Get on it. One one first touchdown this season as well. Boyd at ten to one. All right. There you go. All right. Let's nice. take a
0: quick break and we will analyze Buffalo and New England. But underdogs, though, in the wild card round, I should mention last four years, 10 and 8, 15 and 3 against the spread. Mm. Turn, turn, I don't know how this happens. Turnover differentials plus 10, 15 mm. and 3 against the spread. The underdogs, which is why. I'm taking the Buffalo Bills. No, I'm taking New England Patriots plus four over the Buffalo Bills. 44 is the over under. You see Belichick wearing that danger zone hoodie. Mm. I don't know what he's got. I don't know if the the spy cams are going to have pellets in them or something. I don't know what what happens, but this is a cold. You talk about throwing the first two out. It was 14-10 that first game when Mac Jones was only allowed to pass three times. And then 33-21, the Bills seemed to have crushed them the second game in Foxborough. Although they had a chance. J.C. Jackson dropped that late pick. They would have been driving to win the Patriots. I, I watched a lot of that over again, but this is a cold What is supposed to be? Zero, one degree, two degrees? I've heard some crazy things. Cold, physical, more than the Patriots. I like a low scoring game. One that the Pats, I think, could win. They'll keep Allen in check. Damon Harris was great. This is underreported. In the two games against Buffalo, 214 yards, four touchdowns. Um, I know I'm relying on Mac Jones, maybe too much. Rookie quarterback is also, you know. I've been down on him lately, but I think McDaniels puts together a nice plan that works for him. Not three passes, but not 40 underdogs facing division rivals in the last nine playoff games, eight and one against the spread. Really like New England here. They're eight and three against the spread in the last eight, 11 overall and eight and three in the last 11 in January. I think Belichick has something cooked up. I think I like the under more than New England, but I'm taking 2019
2: final and the Patriots parlay kid. you with me. So I'm with you here. I got a rooting interest in the Pats, but I like kind of like both these teams. So it's hard for me to really hate on any of them. I do think, uh, you know, watching, I kind of some reason was keeping a close eye on that Bill's jets game Mm. last week. And, you know, you're sitting there going, the bills just don't, there's so many games where they just don't run away from teams. Uh, They kind of score early and they disappear. Their offense goes away. Uh, And I think the Patriots, uh, this has been a t- you know they've played each other twice late in the season and now got to face a third time and know what I don't know how many weeks it's been but it can't be more than like five weeks uh, apart that they've played And they're going to play three games within about five weeks span or at least it seems like that forty
3: one um, days Darren forty one days yeah,
2: four is that so five six Both weeks games span. and forty one okay uh, three third games game in forty one days third uh, see, yeah. game so right so that's that's a rare occurrence in the NFL. Advantage to me to Belichick. He's got something up his, uh, not, uh, what we would say his, uh, I guess he doesn't have something up his yeah, sleeves. He doesn't sleeve usually wear sleeves, right. but at the same time, they're going to pound the ball. Like you said, I think if it comes to a running game, the Pats have a better running game, right? So if this is where this game is going to be won, it's going to be won in the trenches. I think the Pats, even though defensively, they've been a little softer lately. I just think they're going to pound this run with Harris, uh, Stevenson, et cetera. I'll take the points here with the Pats. I'm not sure if they win this game, but I'll take the Pats. Uh, I'm sorry, you and I have the Bills in the Super Bowl too, so – I, know. I guess we're, I, I, it, it are we hedging close. this a little bit too? Uh, I mean, a, a tiny you bit know, like Harry, a Harry hedge here. Maybe. Yeah. I'm not
0: going to go crazy. If the bills make it to the Super Bowl or that, I right, had it. I had, right, it. I had it, but right. uh, how same, many AFC teams you guys need? Same. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm all right. <laughs> no, I'm, I'll, I'll say with that, but uh, I, and you know, I'm not going to pull these stats up like everybody else, Belichick on the, uh, on the road in the playoffs, Belichick as an underdog in the playoffs, because a lot of that, uh, the Brady teams, and you could, you know, if you look at those trends, like, oh my God, nobody has a chance against them. But this year, on the road, six and two, um, their opponents' yards per game sixty less on the road. Uh, passer rating is twenty one points less. They obviously beat the Bills uh, in Buffalo. So I
1: don't know. I'm looking for. Uh, I'm looking for it. And, Paul and brother Bry, you're going the other way here. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bills minus four. I mean, the line's a little low. I think maybe it's possible the Pats just may have peaked at the wrong time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's possible there's maybe just too much pressure on on Jones' uh, shoulders in this first start. You know, if they win this game, the Pats, it's going to be, you know, we got to start thinking of uh, potential next Brady here, I think. And this, especially, you know, this really cold game. I know he's played in cold games, but I think this is a big advantage for Allen playing in uh Temperatures of like zero. But, you know, when you think back to the last couple of games, you know, I know they had the Jaguar game, but getting dominated in Indy, although it got close, I mean, to me, that's not a good sign. On the last game, I know you you spoke about it because I think we were, a bunch of us were on the Pats there, or actually I was on the Pats. You guys might have, you were all on the Bills. Um, (laughs) But, you know, like you said, the the Pats had a chance to win that game, but the Bills pretty much kind of dominated that game. Um, so it's something, you know, since that second half of the Tampa game, it seems like the Bills have seemed you know, found their groove. Singletary's been running the ball well. I just think Allen's going to just make too many plays uh, in this one for the Pats offense to keep up. All right. Harry, you feel the same way. Pats under
0: 20 and a half. Is that what it is? Their team total?
3: Yeah, at minus 112. Bills are first in the NFL in points against the Pats, average 15 versus the Bills this season. And you mentioned the weather, the uh, elements of the situation. start time in Buffalo. Temperature is supposed to be about one. Mac Jones, born and raised in Jacksonville, played at Alabama. He's probably never felt temperatures like this before. I'm going under 20 and a half for the Pats. I'm going to give the Pats 13.
0: All right. Uh, Let's do the prop real quick. I have two to choose from here. One of them, only one of them goes on the graphic. So do I go under five total touchdowns at minus 130? I like that. I think Hmm. the sevens turn into threes in the cold, possibly snow. Pats haven't scored three touchdowns in a game since the Dallas game, which is, what is that? Is that uh more than two wow. months ago? Oh, maybe two months wow. ago. A little less than two months ago. Is it three months ago? I don't know. No, end of November. I'll do the mm-hmm. math later. <laughs> or do I go Mac Jones under 31? I think I'm going to go with this. Mac Jones doesn't jive with my pick here, but I'm going to go under 31 and a half for his longest pass. He's gone under that number in five of the last eight games and against Buffalo 12 and 21, conservative game plan, not as conservative as the time he threw three times, you know, the game I uh, threw three times, but somewhere in there, about, you know, about 22, 23 pass attempts. I don't think any of them go for 32 or more. Give me that for the under. Uh, Harry, what are you going with?
3: Yeah, I'm going to go Mac Jones prop here, too. I'm going to go Jones under 205 and a half passing yards at minus 114. So you mentioned we all know about the two for three game for 19 yards the game uh, against Buffalo in uh, in uh, Orchard Park. But the game in Foxborough, too, he wasn't that great against Buffalo's defense either, just 43% completion percentage for 145 yards. Jordan Poyer and uh, Micah Hyde were all over him. It's going to, like we said, this game's going to be windy. It's going to be cold. Uh, they're going to have to rely on the running game, uh, which is probably going to have to be the case for them if they really want to win the game. Buffalo first in the league in yards allowed uh, and passing yards allowed. They only allow 163 through the air. Give me under 205 and a half. Easy. All right. Parley kid. Uh, I mean, I like this too. If it's,
0: uh, if there's based on anything we've seen in the past, I mean, he's had a great year. Damian Harris,
2: very underrated uh, football season yeah. this year. Uh, Harry, I love that. What you just said too. Um, I'll probably be jumping on that at some point. Yeah. Harris sell over 60 and a half yards rushing at minus minus one fourteen. 14. Why not? I mean, this is This game is going to go to the ground. Uh, he's going to get 20-plus uh, carries most likely in this game unless uh, unless they just really to go. Stevenson has emerged again as well, but mm-hmm. uh, I still think uh, Harris is their bell cow running back right now, and I think uh, they they pound him. He's had success against uh, not only the Bills this year, but really down the stretch, he has really emerged here as an, uh, a number one option in the backfield. He is definitely more of the straightforward back uh, in this system. And I think that's the type of back you're going to need in this game. Guy just going straight ahead, north, south. He gets enough carries here, maybe breaks one like he did in the, uh, uh, in the win up in Buffalo. And he easily eclipses the sixty and a half and a half yards rushing.
0: I mean, he has to have a good game. Like, I don't know, Belichick in the past, Brady was his guy. He has to have a good game for them to win, right? You couldn't really say that about anyone else. I think Damian Harris has to have a good game. For the Patriots right. to be close yep, yeah,
1: here. That's correct. Uh brother Bry, former cowboy. Yeah. Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley over 33 and a half. Just seems low that number. And and Beasley's flown kind of under the radar this season. I mean, mm-hmm. from a football, from a football perspective. But I still feel like when the Bills need to make a critical play, Allen's gonna look at Beasley. He's been targeted seven and a half times per game mm. over the last four. And as you know, Belichick will probably, you know, he's going to look to slow down digs. He's going to try to eliminate the big play. You know, Allen will have to check yeah. down a bunch, I think, in this game. So I think, you know, when you look back at Beasley, he had two big games in the playoffs last season for the Bills. So I think just 33 and a half seems a little low to me, and I would take the over. All right, let's do first touchdown. Now, this could be something we might be waiting a while for the first touchdown.
0: This is this has happened a little bit it happened in the, uh, you know, college football championship games it Happened in a few, uh, few for us. I'm going to go Hunter Henry. I'm all over the place in this game. I know I'm going Mac Jones on the longest reception, but I'm going the Patriots, but I think they score. I think 12 to one is a nice number here. You know, we had nine touchdowns this year. Talk about underrated, reliable target, 25 targets. In fact, over the last four games, he just missed one last week. I think it'll be Max guy by the goal line. If they get down there. Oh, and again, this could happen late second quarter. It could be a while before we see the first touchdown, but I like Hunter Henry. At twelve to one, Harry.
3: Yeah, I'm going to take Josh Allen at nine to one. I, he had six rushing touchdowns this season. Two weeks ago, he had the first rush, first touchdown of the game uh, against Atlanta. I think if Buffalo gets inside the five, uh, with having to deal with the elements of the weather, um, the safe bet is for the Bills to call Allen's number on maybe a fake to the running back. He rolls in, uh, rolls out to the side, let him use his legs, let him create. I think it's uh, Josh Allen at nine to one. Parlay kid, why not
2: Damon Harris? Why not, Sal? Uh, Plus 750, uh, four touchdowns against the Bills so far this year. He's got eight touchdowns in his last five games, 14 in his last 11 played. Been a total touchdown machine. If they're inside the five, they're going to hammer him uh, once, twice, maybe even three times. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Uh, At plus 750, I think you're getting pretty good value for a guy that's really been Ah, uh, the most prolific touchdown score in the NFL over the last uh, month or so. All right, Brother Brian, the
0: bills, I don't want to say their offense thrives with uh, Gabriel Davis in there, but certainly better.
1: It's, it's certainly more in sync. Yeah, they've definitely been better since he's taken a, a bigger role. And I'm actually surprised that Harry didn't jump on Gabriel Davis. this is this is this is you know, his, this is he his, I looked.
3: I looked. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is his guy. also Darren Darren was big a few times with Knox. Uh, during the yeah, season, yeah. too. So I was surprised we didn't get that one. He's also another good one at 12 to one. But Gabriel Davis, 13 to one. You know, like you said, over the second half of the season, he's been a big part of this offense. He has six touchdowns on the year. He has four touchdowns in his last five games. So, yeah, I, I did debate Knox or Davis, but I'm, I'm going to lean to Davis here and make a few more big plays this week.
0: All right, wild card weekend, super wild card weekend just got wilder. Fanduel Sportsbooks hooking new customers up with 30 to 1 enhanced odds. That means you can bet five to win 150 on any team to win any wild card game. Yes, well, I mean, I think it's easiest to do the one we're going to cover in a minute. The Chiefs Steelers just put five bucks on the Chiefs. Pat Mahomes is Chiefs to advance and to get $150. Don't listen to damage noise. It'll be in your account. Right after the game, simple and easy to use, generous promotions every day, safe and secure, best in class customer service. And when you win, FanDuel pays you your winnings in as little as two hours. If you already have a FanDuel Sportsbook account, they are hooking all customers up with $50 when you refer a friend. Plus, your friend will also get $50. Don't miss your chance to win $150 on a $5 bet when you use promo code against the odds. When signing up, download the FanDuel Sportsbook app using promo code against the odds and pick your wild card team before kickoff. That's going to be fun. All right, Sunday night game. I don't really understand why this is a Sunday night game. Big Ben's, I feel like we've seen Big Ben's last game um, seven times in a row now, but Pittsburgh travels to Kansas City and Arrowhead. The Chiefs are a 12 and a half point favorite. Although Big Ben, they asked him the other day, he thinks they're a 20 point favorite or underdog rather. So uh, I, I think he thinks he just needs to stay within 17 to, um, you know, to have won in his mind, which is good news for chiefs backers. And I'm one of them. 46 is the over under. I'm going to make this simple. I'm taking KC minus six and a half in the first half. And it's not even minus seven. If, first of all, if this was five years ago, Kansas city is a two seed. They're not playing this week and Pittsburgh's not even in the playoffs. So this is, I don't know how much they're looking past the Steelers. It seems like that's what some teams do. And that's why the Steelers are in this situation. Um. But the play here is the Chiefs first half minus six and a half. Let me read you the Steelers offense in the last, I don't know, seven games. Last week, three in the first half against the Ravens. They had 10, a whopping 10 against the Browns two weeks ago. And then before that, zero, three, zero, three, three, three. They're not a first half team. They're not a second-half team. <laughs> they're not any team. I don't know how they're here, but I'm taking the Chiefs in the first half. If you like them for the game, that's great, too. 1-4-2 and two the Steelers are in the last seven playoff road games, 1-7 and seven in the last eight after an ATS wins. Casey 6-2 and two in the last eight in the last eight overall. I say 34-11 Chiefs, but, man, it's easy. It's going to be like
1: 17-3 in the first half. Uh, Brother Bri, what do you think? You're thinking along the same lines as me, right? Well, there's a couple of things I do. like. I like the Chiefs minus 12 and a half, and I'll, I'll go with that. But I also do like, there's a couple of things. So the first half, I know the first half Steelers under seven and a half I love. Also the under 23 for the first half but i'll stick with the minus 12 and a half but you know to, to me there's this there's always the one playoff game we look at right where we want to bet against the qb it's funny that the qb we really want to bet against is uh, is a veteran qb usually it's a right it's Rookie. a young guy or just yeah. a backup quarterback or something like that but uh, to me the steelers would have to run the ball so well in this game or they'd have to you know get a couple of turnovers here um and, and limit you know not turn over the ball themselves you know the steelers team like we just said has been just awful in the first half. So there's no indication that's going to change. And you know, the chiefs are going to put up points. We Mm all saw this a few weeks ago in that blowout. Um, and I just think it's, it's going to be almost impossible with what we've seen from the Steelers that they're going to be able to keep pace. Now, could there be a backdoor cover, I guess, potentially. And that's why your, your first half bet, your first half bets, probably, probably the better way to go here. But I still like the Chiefs minus 12 and a half. Yeah, I c-
0: could it be 27-10 and then Big Ben throws when, when the Steelers, the Chiefs don't care yeah. twenty seven seventeen? 27-17? Yeah. I guess so. But, Paula Kid, I think you're in the right way here. You have the Chiefs also laying the big wood. I,
2: yeah, I, I don't see it any other way, Sal. Um, I don't think this is a game to mess around with and try to get cute with. I think you just got to go with the team that uh, proved a few weeks ago when they played uh, the Steelers and the uh, beating they took on them. I don't know if... It, Uh, put on them. I'm not sure if it's going to be much different. I don't think uh, you or Brother Bride feel like it's going to be much different either. Uh, Is this uh, for the Steelers? I know with Ben, it gives you the kind of the thing where it's like some teams might just be happy to be there. Like a team like the Steelers, you might get the impression that they're just happy to be there. A lot of teams Mm -hmm. would. Hey, we made the playoffs. We weren't expected to at some point. We made it. Now they, you know, and they're kind of playing it off that way by saying certain things like and p- really putting, saying all the pressures on the Chiefs here. I don't think the Chiefs mind the pressure. I think the Chiefs like the pressure. I think the Chiefs sometimes don't play well when there's no pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I do think they, they'll they uh, they'll revel in this. And uh, they'll just, uh, this is going to be a one-sided game, Sal. So I don't see it any other way. All
0: right. You said, Harry, you said we shouldn't play games. We shouldn't get cute. And Harry is getting cute and playing games. He's taking the Steelers plus the points.
3: I am. There's always. Uh, listen, we've been around the block too many times with these games. Look, the blowout. The, Kansas City was up thirty nothing on Pittsburgh a couple of weeks ago. Everyone knows this. They won by twenty six. There's always hmm. one playoff game that goes the other way, which we after after the fact we'll be like, wow, what just happened. I think this might be the game. I, I just think that 12 and a half is a ton of points to give. And I don't know whether Pittsburgh struggled to score and they look bad uh, a, lot, a lot of times, but 12 and a half in a playoff game. No way I'm laying that. This is the most points uh, Big Ben's ever got in a Steelers uniform. 12 and a half. I think he's seven and three historically uh, against the Chiefs. And remember about five, six years ago, uh, that game in the playoffs when no one gave Pittsburgh a chance. They won in Arrowhead on six field goals oh. when Kansas City scored two touchdowns. I'm just saying here. I'm just saying. All right. It seems you're just way saying. too easy here. I'm just saying. To take Patrick Kansas Mahomes City was in and, college, but I'm yeah, just saying. Yeah, He yeah. was. He was. But he, you know what? Taking the Steelers put 12 and a half, letting well, it roll. It's Big interesting ben, to me because, because you
0: like I don't see how this could get out of hand. I mean, you 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 took Cincinnati because they crushed Las Vegas earlier in the year, but you're right. not going to consider that
3: um, that Chiefs well, beat okay, up hey, on listen, them. Listen, that 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 Denver game last week was a you know Kansas City didn't look good. They were fortunate to win. It looked mm-hmm. like uh, Hill really did have an uh, an injury with the heel. He really looked like it was bothering him. Kelsey at the end got banged up and came out. I don't. I'm just saying here. Pittsburgh, 12 and I know a half in a playoff game. Wow, you're the one speaking. You're getting a lot of just saying. I know, I yeah. just saying. I get it. A lot of bombs I, away I just, and a lot of just saying. But I, just, Pittsburgh, I just don't know. 12 what I, and a half in a playoff game. Give well, me the 12 and a half.
0: Before you get so excited about it. Hey, hold on. Let me, let me get you. This is a right. Martin stat, so I'm not sure. Uh, but I did look it up. Uh, only four teams have been double digit favorites in this round, and they all covered. So, And I'm just saying also. That's all. Kansas
3: City. Be. Oh, Kansas City 23. Pittsburgh 20.
0: All right. Well, that'd be something. If they held him at 23, God bless. But who knows? I mean, the Steelers are such a stupid team. It could be a strip sack uh on uh, on Mahomes early, and he has to sit the game. And then we have to see another week of the Steelers. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Uh all right, props. I'm going Kelsey to score a touchdown, minus 145, three straight with a TD as four and three games. I don't have to say much about Kelsey. When he's on, he's the guy, right? Scored five. Scored in five of the last seven playoff games, four touchdowns in the last two divisional games. Mahomes, obviously, comfortable throwing to him. Kelsey, touchdown, easy. PZ minus mm-hmm. 145. Brother Brian, what do you like as a prop?
1: Yeah, I'm going to go Tyreek Hill under 70 and a half yards. So, you know, maybe, you know, Hill's will break out of the slump here but uh, Mm -hmm. it definitely seems like teams have figured out a way to limit his big play potential right throughout the year. I mean, he's only, I mean, I, I granted, he hasn't played full games maybe the last, you know, he's been in and out of the games, especially last week, but he only has 61 yards total in the last three games. And like Harry was saying before, you know, his heel may be more of an issue this week than we really know about. So, you know, we've seen it before where Hill has taken himself off the field for a couple of plays. I could see that in this game too, especially if he's a little bit banged up and, 70 and a half might just be a little bit too much for him, so I'd go under. All right, Parlay like kid. what do you like? Sal, I'm going with Mahomes over two and a
2: half. You know, I uh, touchdown passes. You know I love this prop. It's not been mm. good to me this year. It is not. <laughs> I finally hit, but I finally hit with Russell Wilson over one and a half on Sunday um, at plus 106. Uh, I like Mahomes over two and a half at plus one fifty four. I don't think that line has changed. I was trying to give it a quick look to see if it's changed or not, but it's somewhere in the plus one fifty area for us. Uh, Mahomes threw three against the Steelers uh, just a short time ago. When he, Mm -hmm. you know, probably could have thrown for more if he wanted to. Uh, The weather is going to be, uh, you know, for this time of the year, pretty nice, calm winds uh, there as well. Uh, ideal uh, for Mahomes. I would regret passing this one up. He's thrown. Mahomes has been very consistent in his last four or five games, throwing for two, three, or two uh, and all these games. He'll be right in the mix for this, Sal, right in. And I would regret not because when he gets three and it's the first half still or early third, I would be, you know, regretting it. So let's jump on it now. Got a good number with it. Plus two and a half.
0: Uh, it used to be so easy, right? When he was right around 50 there touchdowns a, a year. Now he has 37 there was, this
2: year. Yeah. yeah, there was a time, and I think his over under was 39.5 this year, Sal. Is that what uh, it was only? I think wow. it was 39.5 was his over under mm. touchdown passes this year. Yeah. Interesting. All
3: yeah. right. Uh, all right, Harry, it's your turn. You're going Steelers here. Yeah, I'm anytime touchdown, I'm going to take Najee Harris at plus mm. 105, 10 touchdown Any Anytime the doesn't include next year, right? He's got to do it in this game. Yeah. All right. Seven touchdowns uh, rushing three receiving this season. And if Pittsburgh gets inside the red zone, he really has to be their first option. Can't suffer a red zone pick from big Ben. Najee Harris plus one Oh five. Anytime TD. All
0: right. Uh, first round. First half pick from big Ben is exactly what I am banking on here. And my first out touchdown pick Kansas city's defense slash mm. special teams. 18 to one. I- He's just so bad. He's so bad. And he's even worse <laughs> in the first half. I don't know. He's gonna drop back. He's gonna he's gonna throw that ball. He's gonna have it cocked and go forward. Oh, is it a fumble? Is it a is it a? All right. Oh, the the Melvin Ingram celebrating the ends zone. We yeah. saw the two Melvins combine against the Broncos last year. They have four defensive touchdowns this year. One last week, like I said, against the Broncos, they needed it to win. Obviously, Ben just starts off slow. I think eighteen to one is is crazy. Um, when he's such a liability out there, and especially in the first half, that's what I'm doing. Kansas City defense scores first, or the special teams eighteen to one. Maybe they run back a punt, uh, three and out from Pittsburgh. Parley kid, you like Pringle first touchdown?
2: Yeah, I'm gonna take Pringle at twelve to one here. This uh, looking at these odds, these odds are pretty tough in this game because uh, even <clears throat> for defensively side, we've seen the defense be uh, you know close to forty to one. The fact uh-huh. that it's eighteen to one uh you know and and then you have uh the couple running backs for the chiefs Edward hilaire and Williams 6 to 1 Gore is 9 to 1 I these odds just don't make so much sense this week and we've talked about right. this before but Pringle at 12 to 1 five touchdowns on the year he's been much more visible as of late uh he's had 20 targets over the last three games maybe that's due to hill being a little banged up but uh Pringle has factored in more i think at 12 to 1 I'll take the value there.
1: All right, there you go. Brother Bry, first touchdown. This is one of our favorites. Yeah, the quarterback (laughs) touchdown. So I'm going to go with Mahomes. He he actually went from 19-1 to Um, 21-1. You know, I think Mm. now that we're in the playoffs, you know, it's funny. Mahomes was even scrambling a lot last week against the Broncos. I think he's, you know, once you get into the playoffs, I think he does pretty much anything he needs to do to win. And that's kind of why he got a little bit hurt last year. Uh, But he's going to make some plays with his feet. You know, in the eight playoff games, uh so far in his career, he has four rushing touchdowns. That, you know, to me that's pretty good for someone at twenty one to one. Yeah. I think and
0: especially with Edwards Alaire, it's tough with him, Darrell Williams. That they, they're uh they're like kind of questionable. They're half practicing, right. they're not practicing. So you don't know. Mahomes uh might be a good pick right there. All right. Is that all Ford We did it all, right? Parlay kid, you gave
3: us Pringle. Oh, Harry, go yeah. Go ahead, Harry. Boy and I'm taking a chief here too and you still don't want <laughs> of course it. All right. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm going to take uh, DeMarcus Robinson at 13 to 1. Obviously it's too easy to take Hill or Kelsey. I don't know. He, he had three touchdowns this season, but all three for uh 24 yards or more. He had the first touchdown 2 games ago against Cincinnati. Um so uh Mahomes maybe looks his way. Robinson at 13 to 1.
0: All right. There you go. Well, we've done it. That is the AFC. Tomorrow we will be back with the NFC. Well, we'll t- do the two games. Then uh, we'll save the Monday game, the Rams and the Cardinals, for our Monday show. But we're going to have Mark Schlereth on with us, too. Be sure to join our arcade, slash arcade. We have a pick 'em contest. We have head to head. We have a prop quiz, uh, January prop culture. And we have that first touchdown pool. Uh, we'll set it up for you. It's a lot of fun. Jump in there, extrapoints.com slash arcade. That'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds for the Degenerate trifecta, uh Babyface Joel Solomon and Mikey Meatballs. I'm Sal. Saying so long and happy handicapping.